To weekend rental, we are your gaming and geek culture podcast. This is episode sixty-one. My name is Ryan, and as always, I'm joined by Andy, hey, and Nate. What's going on, guys? All right. So, if you are a new listener, um, you can find us anywhere uh, podcasts are to be had. Basically, pick your platform of choice. I'm sure we're there, and you can also find our content along with all the other wonderful content. Um, beer, comics, movies, more, whatever you're geek, you can find it all at geekade.com. Let's start things off with our opening segment, Byron Burn. So we all pick a game for a given system, system this go around, the Nintendo Entertainment System. We'll all play these games and then give our opinions as to which one we would personally buy, rent, or burn. Uh, so the picks this go around, Andy has gone with Cycross. Nate has gone with Mystery Quest, and I have selected The Lone Ranger. So let's let's discuss each one of these a little bit more. We'll go back to Andy's picks, I cross. Description on this one, danger zones, suicide bikers, explosions, and booby traps all stand in your way as you race your super space bike into, enemies, into the enemy city to rescue the captured people of Petrus. Then you must destroy the dinosaur tank that is aimed straight at you. But watch out, your energy pack needs to be replaced to keep your bike energized and your laser beam strong. Yeah, it's like the Tron bike thing, except uh-huh. not not cool. Like, it doesn't do the whole, like, jumping in front and wiping out. Instead, if you jump in front, the bike hits you and it takes energy away from you, and you die. That's not how it's... That's not the cool way of doing that. But. No. Yeah, Tron wouldn't have been as exciting if you just bumped off of your opponents if you ran into them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean it. It's like a side-scrolling shooter, basically. I mean, it, it's not a spaceship shooter per se, but it's similar to some extent. Except there's a lot more obstacles and stuff to look out for, and you're just shooting the the other racers. It's a more extreme yeah. excite bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's. Uh, it kind of does like. Uh, I don't know. It is. It is a little bit like excite bike. It is a little bit like an arcade shooter, but it kind of just does everything wrong. It has a terrible arcade port feel like they tried. I don't know if this is an arcade game or not, but. If it is, they didn't do a good job porting it over to uh, to the system. It it it's really confusing. I know it. I mean, it comes across as a shooter, but you're not really sure. You know, they're shiny items, so you feel like, okay, I want to go after those, but you can't to go after those. And it's really confusing because in most games, you see a shiny item. I should just be able to get it. That's not the case with this game. It's really really confusing yeah like the spinning coin thing yes yes i was trying to figure out how to jump and i'm like there's not enough buttons on here to make this thing jump so it's not right (laughs) a and b do the same thing (laughs) yeah the bullets are like one pixel like it's it's kind of crazy that they didn't flesh this out a little the graphics out a little bit more 
I don't know. Like, I don't really know what they were trying to go for here and pull off because uh, had to have been Tron. There's not enough depth. No, no. I mean, there's just not enough, not enough depth to the gameplay. And there's really not much of an objective other than just like, don't die. It's like an exercise in how long could you go on your three lives or whatever, but that doesn't make it fun. Um, and it's not like a game where I would ever want to just sit there with a buddy and be like, check out my high score, like beat that. Like, and then your buddy's going to be like, uh, let's play Mario. Yeah. Like, that's how I feel about this game. And you're not it, going to, I mean, after reading the description, it's, there's nothing that you do in this game that kind of ties in with the the description yeah. it makes it sound like way cooler than it actually is <laughs> well and it's as nonsensical as the actual game itself like th- like this really tells you nothing which sets up the game almost perfectly yeah it's just a mess at least at least it had booby traps in there that yeah i'll give it a half a point for that i think if you could bump the other guys without taking damage that would make the yeah. game a whole lot more interesting because then it's more like a road rash type you know game maybe we've been looking at this all wrong this is a road rash innovator this yeah. is the inspiration yeah. for what would become road rash <laughs> this isn't a piece of crap at all this is revolutionary <laughs> i'm gonna stick with piece of crap yeah it's it's piece of crap all right let's talk about another piece of crap mystery quest because <laughs> it's mine. my description on this <laughs> description on this one as my this is a huge description uh, as my apprentice, you have been studying a long time to master the secrets of magic. Now the time has come to prove yourself. You must journey the four mystical castles in search of four magic talismans. You will face many perils along the way. Castles are riddled with underground passages, intricate mazes where you may become lost forever. Yep. And strange creatures prowl the castles, ready to pounce upon you when you least expect it. But you will find the magic powers hidden along the way to help you in this mystic quest. That's perfect. That's exactly what I played. This is a great game. Um, no, I'm just trying to build this up. <laughs> um, it's it's definitely better than Andy's game. That's for sure. Uh, this, yes. I guess, would yeah, be a, a platformer, a action platformer in a way. Maybe. I'm not really sure if you'd call it platforming. What do you guys think? Platformer? Yeah. I mean, it tries to be. There yeah. isn't much. It's very floaty. Kind of has like an early NES feel. Um, where your character's kind of oversized for everything, and when you jump, you just kind of float. Uh, there isn't a lot of tight controls or anything like that, so it makes it difficult to difficult to play and difficult to navigate. Um, I really don't understand the point of the game. What exactly I'm looking for? There, there are parts that are definitely the talisman, of course. I mean, it it's definitely fun. To a certain extent, you know, when you go through the cities, that was really confusing. You go through all these towns, especially in the first stage, and you see all these doors. And again, just because we have all grown up playing the NES, there's a door that is open. You press up. That doesn't work. You're, you just stand there and uh, you, you can, can shoot, shoot up, up there yeah. and spray. And that's fun, but uh, very limited. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's just an early NES game that missed for me. See, I feel like this had its roots on PC. This feels very much to me like a game that came out on an early PC and got ported. Um, <clears throat> the way I kind of look at it is it's like 
it's almost like a survival game, but in a platformer. So it's like if you had Mario Brothers, you were given one life, and the whole goal was to just see how far you could get in that one life, and that was the game. That's kind of what this game is, except worse controls, blander graphics, way worse music, and some crazy enemy design. It's not a bad imitation on what a platformer is. It's just kind of forgettable is, is its biggest fault, I guess. Some of the enemies were really confusing. Um, yes. You know, there's the, the skulls that are, they just look like your normal walking path. And so you're like, do I step on these? <laughs> yeah. Do I jump over? It just, and then you just walk <laughs> on them and all of a sudden it's draining your power. And I'm like, it drains your wait a second. This doesn't make any sense. Nothing. It doesn't look that different <sighs> from, um, you know, foreground background or anything like that. It's a testament though, as to how like cheaply yes, this was yeah. designed. Cause normally you'd have a hole or spikes. They're like, no, we're going to build skull blocks. If you stand on them, it kills right. you. And then you get to a wall that you can't jump over. Where in Mario brothers, you get a spring here. There's like a block with three lines on it that you can jump on. And it magically makes you <laughs> jump higher. It's just like, it's like a four year old's rendition of like what a Mario level design is. Yeah. The artist quit like halfway through this project and they're like, Oh crap. We just need to, I have no idea how to draw spikes. <laughs> they're too pointy. Just put it in the block. It's fine. I, so I got to the, the building and then I got stuck in a maze. Could not figure out how to get out. I don't know if that's where you guys ended up, but that's where I stopped. Cause I got through one door and then, another one and then there was like two enemies just shooting me i couldn't kill them and then either way i went didn't really make a difference i was stuck there so i don't know if that's how the game is just like fuck you you took the wrong door you have to restart or that or not that's how my playthroughs of this game have always ended an impassable something or other and yeah so i don't get it you die game over (laughs) that's it you're done back to the beginning it might be the very first survival horror game. <clears throat> yeah. That's another, well said. Another pioneering <laughs> game. Gosh, these are just hits. It's ahead of its time. We really picked some gems. <laughs> we did. All right, let's get to the last game. My pick. Speaking of gems. Hey, oh. Um, the Lone Ranger. So, the description evil archvillain Butch Cavendish has been a burr in your saddle ever since he did in your dad uh what? yeah let's just gloss over that uh now he's kidnapped <laughs> say that slower <laughs> <laughs> now he's kidnapped the president just to lure you to your doom and there's nothing but a trail oh, no. of doom between you in fact kimasabi there's eight wild west stages of pistol pack and danger to run shoot and gallop through including uh the first person 3d stages did you guys play those hmm uh, that put the peril That's into a perspective. Oh, yeah, you did too. Okay, yeah. I see what you're talking. This is like the barrel shooting thing. Not super, not yeah. super yeah, 3D. But, uh, that 3D is a little lacking because I was very confused on that's, that. That's a light 3D. Right. More like yeah. a 1.5D. Um, so outside of that wonderful description, I'm a little heartbroken when my father was done in by Butch. Um, <laughs> basically, this is um, a 8-bit NES rendition of Lone Ranger, the 
uh, old timey Western TV show. So it's kind of amazing that there was a tie in for this in like the eighties or early nineties. I guess I don't like a release date at all. Um, it is made by Konami. So Konami kind of had a pedigree. Basically how this game plays out is it's almost like you're playing legend of Zelda two, uh, where you've got a top down map. You walk from town to town, you kind of walk into random encounters, which put you into sort of a top down Western shoot 'em up. Think gun smoke, but not as fleshed out. Uh, and then you get quests. You talk to villagers, you can buy ammo, you can get upgrades, you can take on bosses, which happens in a 2d stage kind of Contra ish, but again, not as good. Uh, but there's a lot of charm, good visuals, lots to do. Not Konami's best music, but it's still distinctively Konami and catchy. Uh, and it's, it's a surprisingly good package for a game. That's a license and a license that nobody cared about. Yeah. This game's ridiculous. Like good. Ridiculous. The first time I ever played this game was, I'm sure we talked about it on the podcast one time. That uh, I don't know how we randomly selected this game where you bought it. I don't remember. And you're like, hey, let's check this out. And you and I were blown away by this game. Like, it's just the visuals are there. I think the sound is there. And just nothing I really have played. Like, it's very familiar, but there isn't anything else like it. You know, it takes elements from a lot of different games, but... It just puts it in a really nice, really nice game. I I really enjoy this game a lot, and especially when you're putting it up against the two turds that we that we crapped out. <laughs> like this this thing is this thing's a gem. This thing is so nice. Well, and the story and the quest, you know, like oh, you need this part to get this part, and you know, like oh, well, I need this. It, it, most games don't of this gen- that generation don't have anything like that you know yeah. as far as story and some really nice cutscene and like drawn segues yeah i was almost before i started this i was 100 percent certain it was just gonna be a somebody in japan made a western and they're like oh let's port this over and just call it lone ranger but it is it is lone ranger i mean it's the horse you know tanto everybody's there they made this game for the Lone Ranger, which blows my mind. The zombie bridge keep guy, you know, everybody's there. I totally <laughs> yeah. forgot about that. And I get back to, yeah. so like every, every shopkeeper or person you go or innkeeper in this game, you go into and it's just, you know, the usual human figure. But for some reason, the guy who runs the uh, bridge shop thing, like depot, they just drew him with like grayish skin and black eye holes. So it looks like you are talking to a deceased corpse. It's like, is this the walking dead or am I playing Lone Ranger? I'm not sure. I wish every shopkeeper in real life would say, would you like me to talk to you? Or would you like yes. to hear what I have to say before they actually say it? that's where Uber got the idea? Like, Oh, that yeah. was a great feature in the Lone Ranger. Uh, I do. It is funny too. Like how many, uh, bad people are just like mulling about the towns because the towns aren't like safe places. There are bad guys in there, but people do not care that you're just like straight out murdering people. You shoot somebody cold dead two feet from a random civilian and the civilian still just happy as hell to talk to you. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, that's that's something that you and I definitely pointed out when we first started playing it. Like, is is no one worried about this guy just like busting a cap and everything? <laughs> it, it Like, it's so weird. 
And then, oh, hey, how's it going? Hey, you should go talk to this guy. <laughs> okay, sounds good. I'm going to go kill him. So, This town is all women now. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> we must procreate. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh... It's a, it's a hidden gem of a game, I think. I don't hear really anybody talking about it, but it's definitely not the best NES game out there, but it's far better than you would ever expect. So if you like action games and The Lone Ranger, check this one out. I didn't even know this game existed. Yeah. Like, I've never heard anybody talk about it. It's got to be somewhat ever. uncommon. I mean, I, I haven't really seen it other than the time I bought it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's you don't see it too often for sure. But it's not too expensive either, so that's good for anyone yeah. interested. The, well, the, now that we talk about it, it's gonna skyrocket. Yeah, we yeah. are the major yeah, influencers. You know, before Metal Jesus started, five doing listeners. It. Yeah. yeah, check eBay yeah, in a the, week. Yeah, our affiliate link is below. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the uh, thing that impressed me the most, I think, though, was that between the two sections of actual gameplay well the main gameplay was like the side scrolling and then that 3d like dungeon crawl like the bottom ui was exactly the same it like so it was playing the same way except it was two different modes it was kind of crazy like how it displayed information and everything i don't really even think about that yeah it's it's ambitious that's for sure it's kind of, it's rare to find a game like this where, like like Nate said, it, it borrows from a lot of other games, but it's rare to see a game try this many different elements and pull them mm-hmm. all off with a fair bit of success. So, good on them. Let, I don't, where do you guys stop? Uh, I stopped on the other side of the bridge just because that's about as sure. much time as I felt like. I, I want to go back and play this thing through, like legitimately see this thing through start to finish. Yeah. Well, you get your password now, so you're good. That's true. I will use it, Kimosabi. <laughs> How about you? Where did you stop? I got to the 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 like the dungeon crawl thing, and then that just went on for way too long. It, sure. Using a controller is not that fun. But all right, so uh, we we've talked about all these games. I mean, obviously, I think there's a clear winner here. But let's let's do our uh, our votes anyway. Cross for sure. Cross for the win. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, Andy, what are your picks? What would you buy, rent or burn? Uh, it's yeah, this one is pretty obvious. I think it's Lone Ranger by far. It does a uh, different things, and it does it almost as good as what Zelda Two does, which is pretty impressive for a game that most people have never even heard of, for it and a licensed game on a, something that was made in like the fifty. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, my rent is going to be mystery quest. I think it's perfectly fine, but like this coming after Mario is just like, you know, it's just not polished and it's it's just kind of weird at that point. But I mean, if you were through all the other good platformers on the system, it's not a bad choice. I would say overall. Um, and then my, my burn is Cyclops. I hated that game. That was, there was no variety. It was from second one to, you know, 20 minutes in, you're doing the same thing. So, and it was all awful. Nate, how about you? Yeah, I think it's very clear. Uh, my bias is definitely going to be Cycross. 
Um, <laughs> I just love everything about that game. Love the depth. Love the the color palettes, the sound, all the black. Yeah. Oh man, that's that's quite the adventure. Um, no, <laughs> that's that's garbage. Uh, Lone Ranger for sure is going to be be my buy. I mean, it's obvious. It's such a great game. Um, it's really not fair. I'm gonna just going to say this, that it's not really fair that that game went up against those two. Like, it's just, you're, you're pulling the great, great game out of the, out of the shelf and saying, oh, let's, yeah, let's compete to get that. <laughs> but, um, so that is my buy. My rent is going to be Mystery Quest. Yeah, because. That's not, you shouldn't have thought that hard on it. No. It's, I mean, it's good. To rent it's or the, burn it compared to Cycross? It, it's fine. It, it's okay. Cycross is my burn because that was probably the worst 30 seconds of my life. <laughs> Ryan, what do you got? That's what she said. Uh, yeah, it's very clear. I mean, these are all sort of obscure games, but the Lone Ranger is the only one of them of any quality. I really like it. I was very surprised by it, especially being an NES collector and not having heard of it. It was great to get to play it again for this. So find that mystery quest. Like Andy said, it's not the worst platformer on the system by far. It's just a very vanilla platformer and it's not great. So I'm going to rent that. And then I am just going to burn Cycross. That is, that is an awful game. And when I saw that as Andy's pick and I knew I was gonna have to play that again, <laughs> I, I cried a little before I booted that one up. <laughs> It's rough. That's not good. Hey, at least you knew how bad it was right away. Whereas Metabots, you had to do it in a half hour. So that's true. That's true. You could, I think you could play Cycross for, I'm going to say seven seconds. And you're going to be like, okay, I've seen it all. I'm done. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing it it took me a- about seven seconds accurate yes all right kimasabis that's another uh byron burn in the books <laughs> Let's move on to the middle of the podcast here. Uh, let's talk about uh, Disney Plus. Uh, we're recording this on, what is it, the 20th of November. So Disney Plus has just recently come out last week. Uh, it is the new streaming service, $6.99 a month. All Disney, Marvel. Well, I mean, Disney owns everything right now, right? So it's Disney, Marvel, National Geographic, some original content, a lot of movies. Um, I picked it up launch day. Anybody else? Yeah, I have not. I picked it up launch day, but wasn't able to get in until like the third day. So, oh, really? Yeah. Just one connect, huh? Yeah. See, I was able to get in and I was super disappointed because I didn't realize they weren't dropping like all of the content right away. So like I got home and I was like, yeah, I'm going to watch the original DuckTales. It's going to be sweet. And it wasn't on there. They had the new DuckTales. And I was like, well, that's dumb. 
And then the next day I came back and the DuckTales series was on there. Oh, weird. And the rest of the Disney afternoon and all the other good stuff like X-Men and Darkwing Duck and Gargoyles. Yeah. I saw a couple screenshots of the X-Men and that really like just looking at the screenshot brought a ton of memories. (laughs) I remember watching the crap out of that and I'm like, it would, that tempted me a little bit to maybe I should get it. Oh, it's totally worth buying. It's so cheap. I mean, just if you have kids at all, like we do, it's just kind of a gimme. I mean, yeah, I, I haven't been blown away by any of the original content yet. I will say I haven't gotten to watch the Mandalorian, which pisses me off because I started watching it and then my wife wouldn't stop talking. I was like, are we watching this? She's like, well, it's not entertaining. It's not drawing my attention. And my wife doesn't talk like that. And I hope to God she doesn't hear this or I'm going to get punched right now. Uh, but so I watched 15 minutes. I got to restart it. Uh, I watched that Jeff Goldblum though, that show, like the world according to Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah. That man is still just creepy as fuck. Like super uncomfortable watching him in that show. It's entertaining, but it's uncomfortable to watch. I think that dude just meditates like all the time and just thinks like, okay, I'm in this situation right now. What would be the weirdest thing I could do or the weirdest way I could act? And that's how he does it. He lives his life like, by I'll- doing that. He's always doing that like chin grab thing. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like it's so strange. His mannerisms, man. It's just weird. So I'm probably a little bit behind, but Disney Plus now that's all things Disney. Um, did they remove Disney from like Hulu and Well so Hulu's owned by Hulu's under the umbrella. So some oh. of the, there's some cross there, but yeah, I mean, for the most part, I would imagine almost everything's being consolidated under Disney Plus. There's probably still some contractual stuff out there with Netflix, though, for the time being. Yeah, there's right. some weird things where like the last, the second to last Avengers is still on Netflix and not on Disney Plus because they probably paid a bajillion dollars yeah. to have it for eighteen months or yeah. something. Yeah, but I like how they advertise exclusive home of Endgame. Yeah, <laughs> it's like okay. Thanks. <laughs> like nobody has missed like who hasn't seen Endgame. Yeah. Yet? Like, come on. I just saw it a couple days ago. Uh, yeah, nice. <laughs> on Disney so, Plus? Yeah, I'm a little I'm a little bit behind. No. Yeah. On DVD. Wow. Yeah, I I think I'm it's sure you've never heard of one of those. Know what now? Yeah. D D V D. A Divida? Oh. A Divida. It's the latest and greatest technology. <laughs> well, a Divida is a little bit different. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah I, I mean i so far i'm super happy with it like i can't see getting rid of the service i i'm super annoyed though at this thing for the amount of television that it has on there not just movies that they have failed to day one or well i haven't checked today but as of yesterday had not patched in the continue watching i am watching some of these series i'm on the third season it has no indication as to which episodes I've watched. No starting, no left off point. So you're like, you have to like, I seriously have to like scribble notes or put it in my phone, like season three, episode five, because it doesn't remind you. It's mind blowing that they didn't figure that out. Yeah. Do you think six ninety nine is going to stick or do you think it's, there's just going to get so robust that huh. they're going to have to add to it? I mean, Hulu is stuck at least with ads for five at five ninety nine, So. You know, there's no reason to think they couldn't keep doing it, but certainly the price point is low now because they want to deal damage. So there's, yeah, once once they've got more to offer, I could totally see it going up. 
but just think of every I would like to know the percentage in at least in the United States that that have it cuz you know just Disney's captured the the hearts of all young people, teenagers and everything. They're making money. Oh, for sure. Would you do this for Nickelodeon? Ah. Uh, like salute your shorts. Hey dude. Yeah, maybe. Pete and Pete. You can't do that on television. Maybe. I don't know, but they don't have a movie catalog. You'd pay a dollar ninety nine a month. I'd pay a dollar ninety nine a month for that. I'd put a pickle on that. All right. Disney Plus. It's it's a good. All right. What happened outside of Disney Plus? I feel like that's all Twitter's been talking about. Oh, Stadia. Stadia happened. That launched this week. Oh, this People just in. Really happy with Stadia's that. done now, too. <laughs> <laughs> it, it launched, and it's gone. Without all of its features. And 12 games. But don't worry, they added 10. They added 10 more. Did anybody bite at that? I mean, people bit, but they ain't happy. I I don't. So, like, I have a Chromecast Ultra, but that doesn't apparently work. You have to get the one that comes with the controller. Yeah, it has to have firmware on it, specifically with that bundle. So, like, are they going to do that? Are they going to update the old ones, or is it only the new ones? Like, that kind of defeats the purpose of the Chromecast, then, if you're kind of segmenting that that ecosystem already. Yeah, I, you know, when we talked about Stadia, like I was pretty positive on like what I thought it could be and what I thought it could do. But just hearing people talking about their struggles with this and like the fact that you essentially bought in to a beta and then still have to buy games on top of it, other than the couple that I think you can play for free. Destiny 2 is one of them. And then people are finding out that, yeah, okay, with this package, you can do the highest tier, the 4K tier of Stadia. And then people are realizing that it's not actual 4K, it's 1080p up res to 4K. And then basically the best resolution people are getting is max or mid-range PC settings. So if that's your premium experience... I don't know, man. Like, why didn't you guys just, like... Let it simmer a little bit more. Why Why push so hard right now to do this? Are they just like brute forcing it with like normal servers? Or are they actually using GPUs to, in the cloud on this or not? It's like... <laughs> if you open a closet at Google right now, there's just like a virtual PC that's <laughs> just sitting there spun up. Uh... It's like 20 windows of VMware opened up. (laughs) Gosh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure their thought was we got to get out ahead of next gen so we're not lost in the launch of next gen. But by by stumbling so hard, I just see not not that they couldn't recover. Right. But like nobody I have heard nobody speak positively about this yet. I've never heard anybody that actually tried it. Twitter's quiet. Instagram's quiet. I haven't heard anything. Oh, there's people on there. There's people. I think the most damning thing is like anybody that I have heard talk about it 
they always remind you like, oh, you have to buy the games. You have to buy the games. Like if that's such a reminder, then I think that's pretty clear to everybody involved that your business model is wrong. Like, right. Your customers are expecting a different business model than what you're offering. And that's going to be probably the thing that undoes it all if they don't change that. Yeah. Well, I mean, and this thing's only got to like what February or something of next year before it's just the, the vanilla free to use version is out there for everyone. I mean, you still have to buy the game obviously, but I don't know. Sounds like a mess. I think they should have waited until next year, you know, put it up right up next to the other guys and say, you don't, you don't have to buy the console. Like that's right. Wouldn't that have been, wouldn't that have been the right slogan? was like let it sit there you got ps5 you got xbox whatever their price points and google's they're like here 79.99 for our controller here's you got any like google chrome or google yeah google chrome enabled device you're in you're in like that was that's the push yep instead they do half baked (sighs) a year before when all the other consoles are cheap like (laughs) i don't know yeah yeah, and you've already got people out there doing xCloud with Xbox, like, for free in that beta. And, like, once once word starts coming out about that, like, if it's functioning well at all. Well, yeah. They just announced that you're going to be able to do your Game Pass games through that. And it's like, if you can just load up your Game Pass library wherever, on a phone, anything, that's that's crazy. Right. That's essentially the proposition that people think right. Stadia is offering. Right. But does not. So it's like... <laughs> Yeah, I th- this this fell harder than even the Ouya did. Like as hyped as people got on that, like people were more positive about that than Stadia, obviously. But like, I've never seen something launch and just immediately just crash and burn like this. Well, there's just no positives. Like that's right. Other than in theory, you could play a marginally okay rendition of your destiny Two on your phone while camping. And if that's you, Stadia is the way to go. I'm surprised destiny just hasn't become a mobile app since, you know, all the other shooters are out there doing that. Yeah. Cod's doing it. Everybody else is doing it. Well, that's too bad. I hope, Google figures it out and gets their shit together because it's a great proposition if they can execute on what they tried to sell people on. But <laughs> ever, I feel like it's just been all downhill with their messaging since that initial announcement. And even that was marginal. Well, all that stuff in that initial announcement isn't in the launch. <laughs> in the right. Also yeah. a problem. And all the cool stuff, you know, like so loading up a save game immediately and like all the multiplayer stuff, none, none of that exists. Like, and at this rate, if there's no attach rate, nobody's going to develop those features. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. But, you know, when you typically like the other big thing that I always like, I don't get with them is they they launched it and they talk about, you know, these games, but when you launch a platform, typically what you do is 
have your pocket of killer apps that are exclusive and they didn't come out with any of them. So yeah. So what are you doing at that point? Oh, they have just dance. So mm-hmm. speaking of that, did you pick up just dance 2020? This will be the last one for the, the Wii. I, I wonder if that's the first time that a system has had like one before and then not on that next system. Cause I don't think it came out for Wii U. No, they stopped after yeah. 19. So they? there's a Wii version, but not a Wii U version. But technically it also came out for Wii U because it's compatible with it. Okay. I think that's what All they right. were going for. What's, what's the price point of the Wii game? Probably like 40 or 50. I think it's like 59 99. Which would just be the strangest thing to say. What's even more staggering, though, is I was, uh, <clears throat> I heard stats on it, and they said of all the sales for that, uh, 20% of the sales for Just Dance 2020 were really? on the Wii. Oh wow. my gosh. 20%. I mean, I'm sure 10% of that is collectors. That's amazing. <laughs> scooping it up, but it's kind of a staggering number regardless. The Wii is not dead. I want to come. You got to Grandma that. Mildred. Really you got not. Grandma Mildred in there, just like I got to get this game for the <laughs> nursing home. What are we at life cycle wise? Are we are we approaching AES territory? Like Fourteen years, right? Oh five was it? Okay, so we want to say yeah. Oh five. That's 06. pretty impressive. I think the PS2 still has a beat as well because there okay. was a couple soccer games at the end, maybe. Oh, sure. Yeah. I don't know. It just blows my mind, though. I, I Honestly, I can't believe that there's still enough people out there who buy these games year over year to justify that this series has kept going as long as it has. Because for a while, you were getting, like, three Just Dances a year. Because you're getting, like, the kids one and the Disney one. My kids love it. Like, it's not even a game, though. It, it doesn't even really register your movement. It's you tricking yourself into thinking that you're dancing. The game gives a shit that you're doing it in front of the TV, which, by the way, it does There's not. a secret. You just load up the video on YouTube, and it's about 98% of the same amount of fun. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. dance aerobics. It's just a The video. Stadia version especially is hilarious because you need, if you're playing on your phone, you also need another phone to track your movements so you need two phones to play just dance on stadia like who's gonna do that is it a real yeah. thing it's on stadia oh my god wow that sounds yeah. like inception but yeah it's i i can't believe that that's not like a service at this point you just get new songs you know a library of new songs coming on yeah instead of all that but that makes way more sense doesn't it but when you can but, when you can spend forty nine ninety nine, fifty nine ninety nine, it's more attractive for them. Well the thing is, is like I think really with that game more so than anything, I feel like they're just going for like the soccer mom demographic. Cause these games always come out right around the holiday shopping season. You know, they're very family and kid friendly. I think mm-hmm. a lot of parents or moms or grandmas are going in there like, Oh look, this would be fun, we'll play with the kids. You know, it's not I don't think there's that many like dedicated fans who are going out there like, yes, sweet release day. Just dance 2020. I'm getting in line. You know, nobody's doing that, but there's still enough momentum there that it keeps selling. It's crazy. There's going to be a disappointed kid on Christmas. 
because he he's hoping for Nintendo Switch games, and mom got it confused and got a Nintendo Wii game. Doesn't even know oh, what's going sure. on. Where does this disc yeah. go? What is this? Yeah, sorry. Did I tell you that reminds me, my mom. So, <laughs> oh my god, this is a great story. My mom goes and buys my nephew uh, the newest like FIFA or whatever, or so, it wasn't FIFA. It was some game. Anyway, gets it home. And she's all mad because it doesn't work in his Wii U. Here was a Switch game, but she had gone to Walmart and they still had like you know the like uh, shelf sticker, like it'll be logoed and it said Wii U. And the Switch game was sitting on top of it. I'm like, Mom, the Wii U games are blue. This is red and clearly a third of the size of the other case. Like, where was the confusion here? Ah. So, yes, you're absolutely right. People will make that mistake. I think Wii is probably the last time that, you know, moms used to call, you know, Nintendo no matter what the, the console was. And I think we oh, changed for sure. that for a little bit. The mom started calling whatever <laughs> console the Wii, you know. Yeah. The Wii, yep. So just got it's for the Wii, you gotta get it. How about Black Friday deals? This is going to the, so this episode will drop just after Black Friday. Um lots of ads out there. What do you guys have like uh you guys got your like top three picked out what you're gonna get? I think we talked a little bit about it last time, but yeah, probably a lot of the cheaper, like $10, $15 games, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Killer Queen, Crash. Yes. I was really waiting for like the Switch system bundles, and it just never happened, because I wanted to get my son a Switch Lite, but it didn't happen. Yeah, the and the the one bundle that they have, isn't it? It's like the old model, even. Yeah, well, that's a bummer. We were at Target the other day, though, and my... I think I've mentioned before on previous episodes of my son will just not get off of like the solid gray switch light. Like that's the one he wants. I'm like, but, uh, they actually had the Pokemon one in stock. <clears throat> so I'm like, come over here. Like, look at this, like, look at this one. Look at that one. Which one do you want? And then he's like, Oh, I want that one. So he finally went with the Pokemon one. So I grabbed it right away. Cause I was like, well, these are going to disappear. Yeah. So, so he's getting like one that's a little bit cooler. Well, you just spoiled it. Yeah, he would. He, you know, believe it or not, my my six year old doesn't listen to this what? podcast. Yeah, I know it's hard to That's believe. Unbelievable. My kids do. They love it. So, no, I'm just joking. It's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I I don't even know what the the Black Friday deals are right now. I I'm not a. I don't go out and I don't do the shopping thing. I don't do it online. I just kind of avoid everything. So I can't believe you don't even just go online. It takes like two seconds. You buy it and it's done and you save like hundreds of dollars, but I just don't need anything. I just take my cash. I throw in a bucket. I set it on fire. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of my, my black Friday ritual. Yeah. I got to keep the house warm. <laughs> so something to do with those hundred dollar bills. Got to make it, got to make it rain. Yeah, I, I just, I, I just don't get caught up in it. I know you can save a lot, but, I can save more by not even buying anything, really. But the thing is, you do buy it. I do. <laughs> I know you. You go and buy new games. Now you're just well. You're what you're avoiding isn't spending money. You're avoiding getting it at a discount, and you're going to pay full price. I haven't bought a new game in a long time. 
Yeah. I think I used to be like, I would never go Black Friday. But then once I had to do something at night, like it, when you go Black Friday shopping at night, it's a breeze. There's nobody around. Isn't no piles of people not really. anywhere? Really? That's not a thing. No, that doesn't happen anymore. It's everybody gets their stuff online. So basically, you go to Black Friday and you're like, why was this a thing? Because the stores are empty. If you wait till like nine o'clock on Thursday night, it's like that. If you go out Friday, it's pretty much just like any really? other day now, except there's better deals around. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird to, you know, this time in a console life, you know, I'm kind of surprised that there's not better deals on consoles, but you would think they would be getting really cheap by now, but still sticking at one ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah. Not going to waver for a while. Yeah. I mean, how much, I mean, do you see them drop much lower than one ninety nine, anyways? 149 maybe? Sometimes 150 yeah. I don't know the last console that maybe the Xbox 360 got down to like 99 on a super sale, but I got my refurbed one for 50 bucks on Black Friday at GameStop one time. Wow. That was my second one that red ringed eventually. Oh, my segue. I said, you know what game I'm hoping to snag? Death Stranding. Why? Okay. Good I don't for know. You. I've been reading a lot about it. It kind of looks interesting. If there's two things I know about Nate, he loves his lifelong dream is to be a postal delivery man, and also he loves Monster Energy Drink. Absolutely, tailor made for Nate. <laughs> this is made for me. I'm behind. What seems what, what seems intriguing about it to you? Um. The storyline, I, I mean, I, I haven't been reading everything about it, so uh, the storyline seems interesting, and I did get caught up in the whole, um, what is it, K- Kojima, like, that thing. Have you played Metal Gear? Yeah, I haven't. The, the f- you don't like really? Metal Gear? The fifth one, right? Yeah, well, I have Phantom Pain. Yeah, yeah. yeah I enjoy it. Okay. Why? You seem so surprised. Well, I just don't like Kojima stories and like storytelling don't seem like something you would like. So I'm a little surprised. You don't even know me, <laughs> Ryan. You don't even know me. You don't know. You don't know me. Anyways, no. It, it just the storyline seems intriguing. Um, I haven't seen a ton of gameplay. A little bit, but um. I don't really understand the full concept of the game, but it's still, it's intriguing. Well, it makes, it makes perfect sense. Cause you know, humanity has fallen. No one's connected yet. The mega corporation of monster energy drink has continued to survive and fuel mankind, even though no, nobody talks to each other and there's no economy or ecosystem. So I'm sure it's a great game. It's a wonderful <laughs> story that makes tons of sense. Uh. They have an ad in there for Norman Reedus's AMC show. So yeah, who's right. watching? How are they That's... watching that show? <laughs> the only two. Th- this is the this is the world that we will come to after the apocalypse. The only two things that will survive are Monster Energy Drink and Norman Reedus's AMC <laughs> show. This is as bad as like Judge Dredd, where they're like, 
Yeah, the only restaurant to survive the franchise was well, yeah. Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Except that makes more sense. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't mean to poo-poo it because like I haven't played it, and like I probably will play this, but I'm going to wait until it reaches like the uh, nice low, low price, about twenty bucks for me, because I just kind of need to receive the. I just need to kind of see the ridiculousness, and I don't think the gameplay is going to be what's going to draw me to it. It's going to be just how laugh out loud like some of this dialogue and story is going to be. So, yeah, I'm kind of in the same way. Like the the gameplay looks somewhat intriguing to me more as like a uh i don't know just sit back and relax and do nothing type of thing but if you're doing that for what 30 hours i don't know about that right i don't know if the story's going to carry that yeah yeah i don't know i mean i guess i could see why you might want to pick it up because like Really, we're in a weird spot where this is kind of like that was kind of the only flagship game left of the year. So, especially with Doom Eternal being pushed back, and unless you're a Pokemon fan, there's not a whole lot out there right now. So, I don't. I would just encourage you to maybe take advantage of the PlayStation's greatest hits line and pick up some of the stuff mm-hmm. you might have missed, like God of War, instead of investing right now into Death Stranding at full price. Just saying. Well, I didn't say I was going to buy it full price. That's for oh, that's for dang sure. <laughs> that's right. You're gonna go out and get that Black Friday deal. Pull some money out of that burn bucket. So, did you guys see the uh, Game Awards <laughs> nominees came out? Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know about that game of the year <laughs> list because about three of those games I don't know nothing about. And if it's not Smash Ultimate, I am going to make it my life's mission to track down Jeff Keeley and stab him <laughs> in the throat. So, oh my gosh. Fine, I won't stab him. I'll slap him around a little, though. Some of the... Yeah, what was the list so we have again? Con- yeah, have we have Control, which I've heard good things about. Uh, I know, but like from a mass market, like I feel like that's flying yeah. under the radar. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, There's a Resident Evil, right? Yeah, Resident Evil 2, which is... Yeah, too. I mean, it's a great game, but a at the remake. same time, yeah, it's a remake, so... It's been done, yep. Super Smash Bros. Super Smash Brothers, which I swore was last year, but apparently it was this year, huh? I really thought so, too. Also a remake. Maybe it's because of the maybe, cutoff. Yeah, maybe it was December last year. When the entry... Right? Y- yeah. That could be. Does, That's not a remake. <laughs> crap. It's been done before. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But if there's going to be a Smash Brothers that wins any type of award, it's got to be this one, right? Because it's probably going to be the last yeah. one. Outer yeah. Worlds, that's one, right? Yep, that's... Yep. I'm still trying to make my way through it, but... <laughs> I'm loving how, like, I ask Andy to go through the list, and you're just like, Nate, just yeah, randomly yeah. like, here's this game. <laughs> yeah, Death Stranding, I think. Is Death... Okay, see, I, I think have a problem with that. that's a nominee on there. I, I have a well, problem with that. Well, you know what's about this. Before this yeah. list was even put together, they, you know that this game made that list before this game was even Right, out. of course. So that's so stupid. I mean, yeah, Jeff Keighley runs this thing. He's best buds with him. He's in the game. Like, right. Yeah, he fucking cried about the hardships of Kojima yeah. in the first year. This man was locked in a closet <laughs> eating raw onions for years. <laughs> he wasn't allowed to come and get his award. Uh, it was so sad. He hammed that shit up. Yeah. What's the last one? Something 
dice uh sekiro kind of yeah i don't know anything about it's it. just like yeah, it's ninja dark souls that's all it is oh i've seen some other plays of that yeah which i don't know that one i mean everybody talked about it right when it came out and then after that it was like oh it's dark souls right so it's like i feel like i've gotten to the point where like i'm so disconnected from like the vast majority of new releases anymore that like i have a hard time like gauging like what is appropriate on this list and not yeah i mean i only know i played one of those games and i really <laughs> like that game but i can't say anything about any of the other ones i feel like anything released in november shouldn't qualify for game of the year because i mean the award show is what december something december 12th no, 12 yeah 12 yeah i mean that that's a tiny little window for you to determine that that is the greatest game out of the year i feel like well hey it made the top 100 well, of the, the decade thing. already so it's got to be on there that's right that's the hard thing too. Is to like whatever's fresh in your mind is going to have the vote. Just like, just like what happened with Red Dead the year before, right? Is like Red Dead was the top of everybody's list because it was the top of everybody's mind. That's true. Thing. Like it dropped right at the end of October, and but it was but still stinking great. It was good. It was great. It was really yep. good. I we I mean I have ruined that game for myself, but it was good. Yeah. Do you guys want to do that with Death Stranding? No. <laughs> oh my god. I don't. Let's I don't ever want to do that for again. 30, 30 hours, guys. Let's go. No. Let's do this. You heard it first. We're we're streaming this. Although it's not release day, so it's not as exciting. Could you imagine like yeah. watching those cutscenes after you're awake for like thirty hours straight? And that tripping, <laughs> gonna be tripping. It's a, it's already hard enough to put up with the bullshit in some of those. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm excited for the Game Awards at the very least. Um, maybe we should try and get our shit together and record something for that. Sure. Be all right. Didn't... Especially when we haven't played any of them. <laughs> right. We can... need to get pick up Death Stranding. I changed my mind. I won't give you a hard time about it. Just play it so we know. We can stream it at my house. Well, that doesn't fix other people's connections. Just well, do it like all up live there. To my house. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sounds great. I have a spare bedroom. I call it the love shack. Ooh. Andy, you can stay there. Don't do it. He's baiting you in. I'm baiting. I mean, if it has a name, it has to be on Airbnb, right? Yeah, oh, for sure. It yeah, is. Okay. Twenty nine ninety nine. It's love check. <laughs> the love check. Oh, side note. Not that I. I don't feel like I should go there, but I'm going there. My parents. Oh, I'm afraid. My parents used to have this before their house. They they were staying in this like small like bed and breakfast, and that's what they called it every time. And they would always laugh at each other when they would do it. And I'm like, it's really disgusting. <laughs> Oh, the love shack. I'm like, nope, nope. That's really gross. To this day, they still talk about the love shack. So I don't, I don't want to know what kind of memories have been made in that love shack. Yeah. 
Sorry, that, I'm grossed that, out. They're not even my parents. <laughs> that was a side note thing. Bed and breakfast have to be weird though, because you, you, the hosts also live there. You know, like they know what's yeah. going down. So they they're like have to make chat with you, make breakfast after you. They know what you did last night. Oh, there you know. There's like a shit ton of people, Norman Bates, and that stuff up. Like there's <laughs> holes in the walls. There's cameras and teddy bears. Like it happens oh, every I'm sure, day. Yeah. Yeah, nobody, you don't go to a bed and breakfast to just mm, sleep and eat breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> We're yeah, going to fucking I, I eat breakfast. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. That's a weird business to be in. I feel like yeah, there's something weird. wrong it's, with you if you're like, honey, we should open up a bed and breakfast. Like, there's something going on. There's something strange. I guess when you compare that to those Japanese, like, love hotels that you rent by the hour, like, a bed and breakfast seems normal as shit. Yeah, at least you're getting a free meal at that point. Uh, there's some hotels in the United States that will do that. Oh, I'm sure there are. <laughs> Got some recommendations for us, Nate? No, I don't. <laughs> Not at Those all. Poor housekeepers. You have to do the same job, like, instead of once a day, it's every yeah. hour. <laughs> oh. Let me get my cum bucket. All right. Oh my gosh. Oh. Any other major news out there? Or games we've played? Or... I guess I, I, I could do a follow-up on Luigi's Mansion. We're most of the way through that now. I will say I've not liked the other Luigi Man- Luigi's Mansions games, but I would highly recommend this one if you're going to play it with a kid. Especially, I think, co-op. It's really good. You mean if you're going to play with lo- your kid? Any kid. Probably just one you grab off the street. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> you can tell them they'll text their mom yeah. and don't. Uh, also offer cookies. Um, but... Like it's really nice because with the with the different floors, each floor is themed differently. So you get these little packets of gameplay that are like, you know, fifty to an hour and a half long. Um, they're kind of self-contained, and then you move on to the next thing. So it's really nice for, you know, a busy uh, family and gamer dads who just have like an hour to make some progress with their kids at night and continue on. I yeah, I that's like it. Huge. It's fun. Plus, plus, like, just the satisfaction of sucking everything and destroying every... Wait, okay, hold on. The satisfaction of using the vacuum to destroy everything in the levels and uncover all the puzzles. Nate, don't do that. We broke Nate. He's losing it off, <laughs> off camera here. <laughs> it's it's very satisfying <laughs> to just, like, uncover and toss every every corner of every level, so... Pick it up. I still haven't. I, I still haven't snagged it. I know my son's been asking for a Switch Lite and that game for Christmas, and that might that might happen that's, just because I want to play the game. Yeah, yeah. I think good. that's what's going to happen here too. The light also, or probably just, probably just Luigi? Luigi's Mansion. Okay, that's going to be that'd be funny if we all bought lights yeah. for the kids. Yeah, I don't know if. I don't know if my kids are quite old enough to get. I'm a little nervous letting my son have his own Switch. 
I'm ecstatic for my son to have his own Switch because he keeps dropping mine and it pisses me <laughs> off. So he can break his own Switch. <laughs> well, that's what I was that. going to say. I've seen him work <clears throat> with my Switch and it makes me nervous to spend that kind of money on something like that for him. But Yeah. You don't want another Wii U tablet incident? Oh, gosh. You're just like poking everything here. <laughs> that still works. You just got to use a different controller. Right. There's only certain games you actually need that tablet for. Very few. Yeah, Sorry. we never take the tab- just... the switch out. If my son plays, he's always playing on TV with controller. I've been yeah. catching my son just chilling on the couch with the switch. I'm like, hey, you didn't you didn't ask for that, and oh, I'm sorry. Can I can I play it? <laughs> Well, you're already playing it, so. That's kind of what my son was doing, too, and then he dropped it immediately, and I was like, I ripped him a new one. I'm like, you pick that up. You can put that back on the dock right now. Don't touch that unless I'm with you. And that was kind of the last. That's when I knew the Switch Lite was going to work for me. Does he shut down the software every time, or does he no, just pull the game out? Nuts. Yes. Yeah, he just drops it in the dock. That just... drives me insane. Yes. I'm like, please. Just shut the game down properly before you screw something up. It's like good housekeeping. Just you flush after you pee. You power off and close out after you dock. I'm going to get a sign made up for the game room. The nice part is you can put it right on the dock. Because there's nothing else interesting on the dock. Oh, there's a lot of real estate. You're right. It's a good call. I'll make it up. I'll start an Etsy store. We'll sell these things. Ryan's rules. (laughs) Rule number one. Don't be stupid. Well, my kids violate that all the time. Rule, I, uh, rule number so, two, you drop it. It's beating time. <laughs> <clears throat> Fun parenting story. I get up this week. My daughter's kind of been doing some sneaky stuff lately. But anyway, I get up on Monday and I come out to shower and both my kids are like laying on the couch watching TV in the living room. You know, haven't gotten ready or anything, of course. And <clears throat> the first thing out of my son's mouth is Lily puked. Like, okay. Uh uh no she didn't. They're like, no, no, look. So he brings me over, she's still laying on the couch to this pile of like something on the floor that looks like puke. I'm like, No, you didn't puke. If you'd have puked, you'd have been screaming and crying, I'd have heard you puking, and you'd have ran in the door right away. I'm like, clean it up, I'm getting in the shower. So I do that in the shower, she cleans it up. So again, obviously I know it's not puke. She will not admit that it's not puke. So we get home from school that day and I like start working on her again. Like, I get home from work, they're home from school. I was like, what was that? It was puke. I threw up. I'm like, Ryder, did she really throw up? He's like, "Uh uh-huh. I'm like, okay, well, you're covering for her. And then finally, like, after badgering her, I I take her downstairs. I was like, look, I get what you did. I understand why you did it. It's really smart. I'm kind of (laughs) impressed. Like, but what did you make the puke out of? Because it wasn't. And finally, she's like, yeah, it was food. And. I'm like, okay. And then she's like, well, I know I can't stay home unless oh I my throw gosh. up. I'm like, yeah, I get that. Like, I totally get what you're trying to do, but don't lie to me. I'm not dumb. I know that you didn't throw up. Freaking kids. She's like seven. Well, she just turned eight and she's already like plotting and scheming. It's not good. No. You should have been, you should have called her bluff and grabbed a spoon and been like, all right. I'm going to eat this, <laughs> and if it is puke. You should uh, start a like YouTube cooking show, but instead of like 
making food to eat just make it look like puke? Like the best ways yeah. to make the most realistic puke out of whatever you find in your kitchen? It was pretty convincing. Like there was definitely some milk in there. Wow. I, I'm not sure what the brown stuff was. So she just put it all over the floor. Yeah, big pile <laughs> on the hardwood floor. Okay, okay. Yeah, pretty she, she was considerate. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, the linoleum in the kitchen wouldn't have worked. Ugh. Yeah. That's creative as shit, though. Like I was never that smart as a kid. Hey, everybody! Let's do the tootie ta. A tootie ta, a tootie ta, a tootie ta ta. A tootie ta, a tootie ta, a tootie ta ta. Thumbs up, thumbs up. A tootie ta, a tootie ta, a tootie ta ta. A tootie ta, a tootie ta, a tootie ta ta. Thumbs up, thumbs up. Elbows back, elbows back. A tootie ta, a tootie ta, a tootie ta ta. A tootie ta, a tootie. All right, so we're going to do something a little bit different here to take the show out this week. Uh, this has been a wild and wacky episode as it is, so why not continue with something new? Uh, at Target, of all places, I found this card game, Ultimate Video Game Trivia. Um, it's supposed to be full of over 300 facts, video game history, new and old. And I want to challenge Andy and Nate here. Just see how many of these these guys can get right. We'll do a few cards. Hashtag not um, a real gamer is going to get this. <laughs> Nate's feeling confident so I'll just throw it out there if either one of you have an answer just try it first one to get it right wins so let's kick this off debuting on the Amiga in 1992 <laughs> as a rival to Sonic the Hedgehog off to a bad start <laughs> dang it which character was ninja of the nth dimension this one's pretty easy actually knuckles no, as a rival to Sonic. Oh, Amiga? I have no idea. Chinobi. 1992. Debuted in the Amiga to rival oh. Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, I, I got the question now. <laughs> it took me like two, two moments there. He loves Zool. candy. Zool, that is correct. Andy takes For it with to a hate hint. you, Andy. Oh, this one's pretty good too. Okay, second question. What was the profession of protagonist Gordon Freeman in the 1998 PC game Half-Life? It's a generic. It's not, you don't have to get exactly what he was. Oh, what was he? Postman. Uh, crate opener. This crowbar. No. Scientist? Yeah. Yes. Technically a theoretical physicist, okay. but yes, he's a scientist. Nate, step it up. I'm up two. Andy he's got zero. Two. Yes. <laughs> oh, the, okay. So this is a newer game. You guys might, you guys have a chance here. Nate does. Published by Square Enix, which 2018 role-playing video game features eight playable protagonists? I will tell you, it's on the Switch. So it came out last year, and it was an RPG on the Switch. Eight playable characters. Kind of hints at the name. Octonauts. <laughs> That's really close, actually. <laughs> it's no, Octopath, yeah. right? 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. Octopath. Did you know that, Andy? Yeah, was, you're just like trying yeah, to throw him the bone? Like, wait to see if you get it. <laughs> Nate's three, Andy zero. <laughs> okay, what is the name of the fantasy world in which the Legend of Zelda series is primarily set? Hyrule. Hmm. Boom. You don't even have to think. Nate's bringing his A game. Four zero. In which year was the popular game Snake first made available on oh, Nokia geez. phones? Oh, Specifically no. the Nokia 6110. 90, what year? Yeah. 97. I'll do 96. You're both shy. You're both under. 98? Yeah. Wow. Nailed it. Huh. Seems surprising, right? You'd have thought yeah. earlier. But I guess I didn't have a cell phone. I don't remember people having cell phones back then, so. Yeah. Well, this one's pretty easy, too. Originally named Jumpman, in which 1981 game did Mario first appear? Donkey Kong. Yep. Ding, ding, ding. I feel like we need, like, some theme music. <laughs> Good. Um... Oh, this is a obscure callback, but uh, Eddie Riggs, the protagonist of the 2009 game Brutal Legend, is voiced by which American actor and musician? Pretty easy, I guess. John Mayer. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's that's the other side of the spectrum. On that. Yes. Oh, uh, shoot. Jack Black. It is Jack Black, of course. I love Brutal Legend for what it tries to be, but it is not a good game. It's still charming, though. I like the story. I like all the cameos. I love everything about it except the gameplay. Yeah, when you realize you got duped into like a really shitty tactics <laughs> yeah. game, you're like, no, this isn't what I wanted. Uh, how many rows? Ooh, how many rows of aliens appear in a wave of space invaders? I wouldn't know Six. this at all. I was gonna uh, say eleven. You're a little, you're a little high. Really? Really? Three? Yeah. Uh, low. Well then, there's Five. two numbers to pick here, guys. Yes. Five. Got it. Nailed Man. it. Man. Huh. I don't know who would know that. Oh, anybody played Bastion? I have. Okay, this might be your question then. In 2011, video game Bastion, from which group of people is Zulf an ambassador? I don't remember anything that happened in that game. So, <laughs> remember the narrator telling me a lot of stuff, but didn't retain any of it, so. Okay. And Nate, I'm guessing you have no idea. No idea. Apparently, the correct answer is the Ura. Oh, sure. Who sure. knew? <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, Jacqueline Natalia was the main protagonist or antagonist in which iconic 1996 action platformer? Say it again. Jacqueline Natala? Natala? Sounds so familiar. Know. 1996 action game. If you think back to the PlayStation Saturn era, there's only a few. 
I didn't. I wouldn't have remembered who the enemy was. Yeah, I have no idea. It's not a Metal Gear person, is it? Well, that wouldn't have been '96. No. Uh, There's been a lot of reboots of this lately. Resident Evil. And I think you just get another movie. No, not Resident Evil. Really? Yeah. It's Tomb Raider. Oh. What? Tomb, Ra- Tomb Raider is the answer. I would I would not have gotten uh, it. I was going to say Tomb Raider, I can't too. remember. I, I Now that I like, kind of flash back to it, I can kind of remember her. Like, she turns into like a demon monster lady at the hmm. end, I think. I, but, yeah, I didn't. I don't know. I don't remember. Let's do a couple more of these. Coffee Stain Studios are most famous for creating which 2014 simulator game? A job simulator. Nope. Goat? Yep. Oh, goat. Goat simulator. Uh, what's the name of Spiral the Dragon's Dragonfly Companion? Cool. Um, this is a serious answer. Tootie? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like how you lead in. This with, is a serious this answer. Is a serious answer. Vaginal leakage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think oh it was 2D. <laughs> no, stop saying 2D. That's not the right answer. It was definitely 2D. So it has to do, like, the name has to do with the appearance of that thing. It looks sort of like twinkly and sparkly. Tootie the dragon. Yeah. It's sparks. Oh, okay. sparks. 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 Similar to He's a Tootie. dragonfly. Yeah, no, not at all similar to Tootie. My Tootie's uh, sparks. Wow. Let's just steamroll past that. Uh, which 2018 pirate-themed game was developed by Rare? Super easy. Say it again. 2018 pirate-themed game developed by Rare. Oh, um... 18. Literally the only pirate game to come out in the last two years that I can think of. Assassin's Creed Black Plague? Oh, no. That was the other one. <laughs> sea of Thieves? And that was, and that was like four years yeah. ago. Yeah, Sea of Thieves. Uh, we'll do one last one here. Although all my, all my guesses have been video game related. That's good. Well, so that's, that's good. 2D. That's a win. I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I mean, hashtag fake gamer. <laughs> I'm I'm getting it. Name the video game that Tootie came from. Um, maybe maybe that's Bancho and and Kazooie. Wasn't wasn't <laughs> that a show like Facts of Life where there's a Tootie? There's probably like I don't a Tootie know. Kong we don't know about. Well, that's probably true. See, I know I know what I'm talking about. All right, last one, guys. Oh my gosh. Ah, uh, this is gonna be bad for me. Uh, the Russian folk tune "Korobeniki" is commonly referred to as the theme of which classic 1984 video game, thanks to its use in the later Game Boy port. Tetris. Rush- Gotta be Tetris. Yes. Yeah. Russian and Game Boy was the dead giveaway, wasn't it? Gosh, I killed it. Oh, I'm gonna do actually. We're going to do a bonus round. Bonus round. Winner takes all. Uh, Yes, winner take all. Be ready. This is for all the marbles and all the tooties. Who's the main protagonist of the Metroid series? Samus Aran. Mother Brain. 
Yes, Samus Aaron. That's right. Boom. Oh. Hashtag fake gamer. <laughs> Mother brain? Protagonist, not enemy. Oh. Protagonist is your hero. Well, it depends. Yeah, I got it. Depends. I mean, if you're about what Mother Brain's trying to do. Yeah. Enslave <laughs> all living things. I heard Metroid. I just went with it. Dang it. I lost. That's okay. You suck. But we did learn about 2D. <laughs> we did learn about 2D. And that 2D is not part of Spyro. That's not true. But it is. 2D, 2D should have been. So. Why don't you toot us on out of here, Nate? All right. I will. I will 2D. 2D this. Um. I have no idea why you guys want to email us. <laughs> I was going to say something creative, but I have nothing at this point. But we want to hear from you. Send us an email. Uh, you can do that at weekendrentalpodcast at gmail.com. Send us, send us some questions that we can answer at the end of the podcast. Um, you can also follow us on our social media, Twitter, Facebook, of course, check us out on YouTube as well. And you can find all things Weekend Rental at weekendpodcast.com as well as geekcade.com. And as always, be kind, rewind. Bananas. Bananas. Duty. The satisfaction of sucking everything.